Welcome to episode 37 of The Shore Report. I'm Jessica Linthorne. And I'm Jay Posner. And we are talking today about a couple different things. We're going to talk about the Hospital Foundation and the wonderful work they do for the community of Saugeen Shores. And we're also going to talk with Daryl from Promation Nuclear. Yeah, and there's sort of the uh, the marrying uh, of those two things sort of interesting. Highlighting that on the show is, a, is, is, why not? There's a show right there. Absolutely. So let's just get right to that. Okay, great. Well, today at the Shore Report, we're joined with Sally Kitson, and Sally is the Executive Director from the Hospital Foundation. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. That's great. Well, we're excited that you are here, because, and before we hit record, we were talking about a number of really exciting things, but maybe we can just start with, can you tell us about yourself and about your role and uh, just your employer in general? What do you do? Well, I am the Executive Director of the Saugeen Memorial Hospital Foundation, and that's a registered charity. Our mission and mandate is to raise funds and manage those funds so that we can purchase priority hospital equipment, um, help improve facilities, and help with uh, staff training funds for the Southampton and Owen Sound hospitals. So we have a pretty big mandate. Mm -hmm. uh, I work with a volunteer board of directors that they are all from the community and various uh, professions and as uh, retired people and we have just just a fabulous team that's fantastic mm -hmm. and we know that the hospital is undergoing a major project right now so can you quickly chat a little bit about that or the stage of that project oh it's so exciting to see it um, the, it's been a long time in the coming yeah. because uh, we still have people who are paying their pledges it was a five-year kind of pledge thing okay. for people who committed uh, to help fund the campaign the uh, goal originally was 11.4 million dollars and that was overall not just for Southampton but we also did upgrades in Owen Sound and we did a whole oncology suite there which wow. anyone who has had to go for chemotherapy will have seen the entirely refurbished floor. Pretty in Pink if you ever heard of the Pretty mm -hmm. in Pink organizations they raised a hundred thousand dollars for that. Wow. We had a lot of people come on board uh, for the campaign and so we're really excited to be able to see the dollars actually coming to fruition as the first phase of the project in Southampton is almost done. Yeah. <laughs> and I had, uh, you know, they have now opened between the two sections. The old section and the new section is open. They still have it blocked off with a plastic curtain. Mm -hmm. So I was able to peek through a little yeah. bit and just kind of get a glimpse, and it is stunning. Oh, yeah. that's so exciting. It's just uh, the patients and the people who need to use the hospital, it's... Such an upgrade. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Well, and, and that's a result of your hard work and your committee. So so thank you for, for taking that. Oh, well, thanks goes to on. the community Absolutely. because truly, um, you know, we needed to raise, I think, uh, $2.8 million locally, wow. and we raised uh, over $3 million. Uh, with that, so we were, you know, we're also be able able to do a few extra things. So it's That's very, great. very exciting to have a community that very nice is just supportive. Yeah. And and, but we also got you on the show to talk specifically specifically about other programs here, like uh, to the Grand Fondo. Can you explain? What that is. Well, on top of the campaign, yes. which was for that uh, big facility upgrade, we have uh, to raise between half a million and $750,000 every year for annual needs equipment. So when we were looking at um, how to achieve that, we really felt that we needed a signature event. And one of the suburb residents actually in Southampton came to us and said, would you be interested in hosting a Grand Fondo? And I said, a what? Because <laughs> I'm not a cyclist. Yeah. And so he started describing it, and um, I have participated in some half marathons and marathons in the past, so I have an idea of the mass participation events, and I just was so excited when he came to us with this idea. And uh, so we are having a Grand Fondo, which means big ride, uh, next August, August 19th. 
and um, we have four distances, a 30K, a 70K, a 110K, and a 160K. Fantastic. So that way, I guess the Grand Fondo, and I know a little bit about it um, from being at your launch event, um, it's involving more than just Sogging Shores, with, obviously with those distances. Can you describe a little bit about the geographic area of... Uh, we haven't ride? finalized the, the rides, okay. but we are trying to stay within sort of the catchment area of the hospitals so okay. that it'll go through, you know, through the areas that their patients come from. So it will go up towards Sobel and out towards uh, Paisley and down towards Tiverton. And of oh, course, cool. we will showcase the beautiful lakeshore and right. al- along the lake whenever we can on that ride. But um, we have a real cross selection of geography in the ride and yeah. we'll also be going through Sogging First Nations. We hope to have one of our rest stops there. Great. Uh, we hope to combine some of the culture and the the fun-loving spirit of Bruce County mm-hmm. into the ride to make it stand out mm-hmm. uh, for people who might want to participate. And we've already got some prominent donors. I know one of our nuclear suppliers who's located yeah. in Sogging Shores, Promation, has made a, a donation and a challenge and issued a challenge to other nuclear suppliers. That's right. We have another one for sure coming on board as soon as we can organize uh, the details with that. Uh, also, Remax came in with a $10,000 uh, wow, sponsorship for great. the ride, and that's both the Port Elgin and Southampton offices who combined to do that, and they are now the title sponsor for the 70K ride because of the amount of that donation. We hope that we might be able to have the Remax hot air balloon here when oh, we're doing that. That would be really cool, too. That's really cool. <laughs> well, we were at, um, I attended the check presentation at ProMation's local office here in Port Elgin, and uh, there was lots of laughs and lots of chat and lot, uh, just a little bit of competitiveness in the room of who, you know, so-and-so is going to, from our organization, is going on the team. And, oh, this person's going to be faster. And they said, this person doesn't really ride a bike. But they also had this understanding that this event isn't just for, um, you know, the hardcore cyclists. You don't have to be doing that super long ride. You can do a 30K ride. That's right. The event is is actually not a timed event, although individual cyclists will be doing their own timing, of course. Um, But because the the shorter distance is 30K, I mean, if you ride back and forth on your bike between Southampton and Port Elgin, you've done two-thirds of that already. So it's pretty accessible for most people who who do cycle, and we want to make it fun. Even the mid-distances and the higher distance, it's all about having fun and about fundraising for the hospital. So, But cyclists, who hear about this, they get really keen. Yes, I know. Daryl from Promation is just really keen oh, yeah. about this. Yeah. He's, he's, he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to it, and we are going to chat with Daryl a little bit about uh, Promation and, and what this, this challenge means that they're starting to put out in the community, which is it's pretty cool, and it's a lot of fun. That's great. So that's on the Grand Fondo. So that's August 19th? August 19th. It's a Sunday. We decided to have it on a Sunday, and it coincides with Shindig Weekend in Southampton. Oh, okay, great. So we're partnering with the folks there to coordinate some of the special activities. There'll be an after-ride event. Um, we're, we're hoping to have Sogging First Nations do a sunrise ceremony before the ride. Beautiful. So we are um, really working hard to make it a unique. We're aiming for 1,500 cyclists. Okay. So this is a huge event that, although it relates to Sogging Shores, our marketing is going right across southwestern Ontario, and we are um, hoping that we'll have about 
you know, half the riders from outside of area mm -hmm. of the area and half the riders from inside and Wonderful. are some visitors. And registration is open? Registration is open. We have 65 registered right now. Awesome. We actually have a little promotion going now so that if anybody wants to register before December 31st, uh, their name will be put into a draw for dinner for two from uh, Rosina's restaurants. So awesome. we're looking forward to that. Our goal was to have 75 riders registered by Christmas and we're only 10 away yeah. and it's not quite Christmas. So yeah. I'm hoping that we'll meet that goal. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure you will. That's mm -hmm. exciting. Great. Um, and how do I register? Is there a website online? Yes. Uh, just uh, grandfondolakehuron.ca. Okay. Perfect. And you really easy to find the uh, the link there to register. Great. So what we'll do is we'll make sure that we attach all of the links and the websites as well so that any of our listeners um, have a look below the podcast and you'll be able to to click through those. Excellent. Well that's really exciting. I can't wait for that event um, and, and for lots of reasons. We know the, the main reason is it's going to support our local hospital and how fantastic is that. But we're also keeping people active and engaged and they're exploring our community and then there's the whole active side of it. Well it's also been a bit of a theme of the episodes of the, this podcast where we uh, plan for uh, a wide, the widest possible people that can use our facilities yeah. and get involved. It's great that the the, uh, the organization of the this event even seems to jive mm -hmm. with that. So. Yeah. Oh, well, it's good. true because it, it crosses over into tourism. It right. crosses over into the promotion of Soggy Shores, but also an area of Bruce County that isn't known to cyclists yet. Right. Uh, so we're really excited about mm -hmm. how, you know, in a way, we're going to be helping the community mm -hmm. that has also helped us in so many situations. That's cool. I love that. Um, tell us about the, the hospital campaign, the Christmas campaign, holiday campaign. What do you guys have going on this year? Um, our Christmas campaign is called Light the Way. Okay. Um, it's kind of like Light the Way to Healthcare. Mm -hmm. um, this year our theme is based on fairy tales because the kickoff was held at Lakeshore Recreation Center where they did the fairy tale ball and they had it for young children and oh it was adorable. And because um, so many people, you know, when mishaps happen and you go to the hospital and they they're so wonderful there they sort you out they fix you up they send you home to live happily ever after mm -hmm. so we decided that that would be our theme for this year uh, we send out 3,000 letters into the community and then uh, we do other promotions and this year we're also having a radiothon again on 98 the beach on December 14th awesome that's mm -hmm. great so what is the can you tell us about the radiothon what does that mean well, we'll be on air from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Oh, wow. Um, we have uh, special guests coming in to talk about the hospital and what it does. Um, donors, uh, people can call in and talk about uh, stories and their experiences with mm -hmm. uh, the care that they've received at the hospital. Last year was the first time we did it. And early in the morning, we had a gentleman call in. He donated $1,000, mm -hmm. which just... Wow. amazed us but then he told us a story he was a former uh, veteran and he told the story about how he had had to go to the hospital for treatment for something and it was just so powerful you know I think that when we're healthy we we take the hospital for granted mm -hmm. and but boy when something happens it is so wonderful to have it so close to home and mm -hmm. the people there are just they just care mm -hmm. Mike Mowbray is our um, uh, honorary chair this year. I don't know if you know Mike. Mm -hmm. Do you know Mike at all? Have you met him? Oh, he's an awesome guy. And his wife actually fell in front of the post office last year and broke her leg mm. and had to be taken to the hospital. And she tells this funny story. She's probably going to complain again. <laughs> Sally, stop telling me the story. Stop telling the story. But 
um, she had just bought a pair of jeans that she loved, and she had these jeans on, and then she broke her leg, and she kept saying to the staff when she got to the hospital, save my jeans! <laughs> 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 Which they did. Yeah. Because, you know, it's such a small town and a small, caring hospital that they know, they understand. Yeah. Little so, things go a long way. Like, well, you know what? I'm not even going to say little things are a pair of jeans. When you have a good pair of jeans. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's just, but it's just an example. I know another time at the hospital, uh, somebody who was very seriously ill, terminally ill, uh, was asked if there was anything that they wanted to do. And they said they wanted to get married because they hadn't been able to get married to the person they had been with for a long time. So the staff put together a beautiful ceremony hmm. for this person, and that's the way our staff is. And on the Radiothon, you'll hear all kinds oh, of stories about uh, what the hospital does and where the money goes. Yeah. I think that's really important. It gives us a chance to say to people, okay, this is what we've purchased over the years, and we list the equipment, and this is what we're purchasing with this, and so that they know that their dollars are being uh, respected. Yeah, that mm -hmm. is so cool. It's funny, we often have people on the show and I listen to their stories and I, I love hearing about other people and learning from other people's experience. And it was their last guest, I said to him, you have the coolest job in the world. And he said, yeah, I do. And as you're listening, I'm going, oh my gosh, Sally has the coolest job in the world. <laughs> it has its wonderful <laughs> moments, that's for sure. Yeah. But I, 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 you know what's really interesting is last year for the Radiothon, the staff at the uh, emergency room, they were listening to the radiothon so they would hear patients call in that they remember treating but they never see them after right, right? so because yeah. once you're well you don't go back to the hospital I mean once That's in a while right. some people do and say thank you but for the most part um, the uh, nurses on staff they wouldn't necessarily see mm -hmm. that patient ever again and then they would hear the person call in and say I'm so grateful and they were very moved by oh, sure. the, the gratitude that they heard on air sure. that day so we're really looking forward to December 14th the radiothon is on 98 the beach our local radio station Brian Longmire and uh, Mike Braff and John Davinsky uh, John was our honorary chair last year mm -hmm. uh, Robin and um, they have, oh, I'm forgetting her name, the new girl. I'm going to say Melanie, but I'm not sure that's right. Okay, that's okay. Um, that's great. But uh, all the staff there have just been fabulous in helping us put together the Radiothon, Ross Kentner as well from Bayshore Broadcasting. And, awesome. Um, you know, the restaurants who bring in food to help people, the yeah. volunteers who <laughs> come in and do the phone work. And uh, Bruce Telecom is another amazing, amazing supporter of the Radiothon because they provide all the phones and everything Fantastic. For us. So. That's great. Well, it sounds like there's wonderful things going on. So mm -hmm. It's a very exciting. busy place, the Hospital Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Sally, for joining us today. Well, thank you. Yeah. This has been awesome. That's great. Thanks for sharing your stories. Okay, well, we are joined with our friend Daryl from Promation Nuclear. Daryl, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, what's, can you maybe just start off by introducing yourself and your title a little bit about, well, who you are, what you do, and... And what so, you're doing here. my name is Daryl Spector. I'm the VP and GM of Promation Nuclear, and we've been in the nuclear space for about uh, 10 years now, supplying tooling and equipment and, and so forth to the uh, primary uh, OPG and Bruce Power, uh, and more recently with uh, Bruce Power for the MCR. Okay, uh, great. Great, yeah, and we've actually, we've had John Peavers on the previous show, and so he's Bruce Power Communications Manager, and, and so he's talked about the major component replacement project, the MCR, and the economic spinoff of that. So so welcome, and welcome to Sogging Shores. You guys yes. have an office in Port Elgin. Yes, we do. And uh, how's that? Tell us about your experience. That's uh, great. I mean, the, uh, the benefit of, of being co-located with the uh, Chamber of Commerce and the Visitor Center is 
having the town as our landlord, yeah, <laughs> which is you know great from a connection point of view, but also just the community's uh, very warm, friendly, engaging. Every interaction has been that community type feel to it. So from a business point of view, it makes things very easy. And also a lot of our uh, partner companies that we deal with in the industry that have localized, those connections are already there. So we already have uh, connections obviously down the road with the MCR folks, um, Acon, uh, EMC, Acuran, Hatch across the road. So awesome. there's also like a little nuclear community coming up here that mm -hmm. we already know from down south as well. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and we are seeing certainly and recognizing that bit of a cluster that's coming and uh, and it's exciting for us for lots of obvious reasons, but it's also exciting for um, groups like the Hospital Foundation. So we had Sally Kidson on the show earlier and she was chatting about different events and different sponsorships and, and she has a big job ahead of her each year. And so we learned a lot about um, her looking to raise, Jay Crick knows it, 500000 Yes. So she's each year she's looking to raise that much cash, and she's been incredibly successful, and it's an incredibly generous community. Um, so we heard lots from Sally, and she talked about you guys specifically um, coming on board with the Grand Fondo. Yes. So that came together uh, in a kind of a bit of a strange way. So it wasn't even on our radar officially. So what happened is um, a gentleman that, that we deal with back in, in Oakland, Mississauga through SNC, who lives up actually a block away from the office. Okay. Um, you know, works down down there. But he's been up in Port Elgin for years. He's like, oh, I've, I've got a friend who's who's uh, on the Rotary, uh, the Rotary team, and, and he's part of this fundraising thing called the Grand Fondo. You might want to look into it. I'm like, okay. So I email Tony and find out more about it. And through that, we got involved with it. And when I saw what the opportunity was, it was like, oh, this is awesome. Because yeah. it's not necessarily, um, I mean, there's lots of, Bruce Power kind of sanctioned fundraising events, but this was separate to that, which was also appealing. Uh, and the fact that it was for the hospital, that it was a, a grand fondo, which I didn't even know what that was at first, but mm -hmm. I looked into it. So it's it's like a uh, you know this bike riding bike uh, riding rally type thing. And because uh, on a number of fronts, I mean, Promotion's always been big on supporting causes that have merit to it, but also uh, the owner Mark has been very a very big proponent of healthy lifestyles. And so the fact that this has that element to it was mm -hmm. like a, a no-brainer for us. Awesome. Um, so when we saw the opportunity, uh, told some other industry friends about it, and they've started to sign on as well, that they find a personal interest in the bike riding aspect of it. Uh, and, um, you know, it's kind of fun because of that element of competition to it, kind of threw it out there to other suppliers and said, hey, guys, if you're up here anyway, mm -hmm. we're doing this. Why don't you guys, right? So Yeah, cool. And thanks for doing that. And, and thanks for all the involvement that uh, you, you have already contributed to the community and, and we're starting to see your name and people are starting to recognize that Promation Nuclear is in town and, and that you guys are a real oh, yeah. part of our community. I mean, it's, it, that, that you're so visible in the community already is a great sign, uh, you know, and I'm sort of uh, hoping it continues, uh, you know, I don't know how things ramp up over the next few years, but are you participating in the uh, Grand Fondo in August? We're actually putting together a team. So I, I actually, mean, you specifically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so okay. I kind of have to. <laughs> okay. I've got you know, a good nine months to prepare for <laughs> yeah, it. So okay. I used to bike ride a lot as a kid, but then I got my license and didn't, yeah. didn't bike so much. But um, I actually had a, uh, a division-wide semi-annual presentation, and I was it was a couple of days after the, the Czech presentation event that we had a few weeks ago. And so... In the presentation, I showed the company that, hey, we did this, we're a part of this thing, and anybody who wants to participate on the team to let me know. And so there was like three or four people who I didn't even know were like these avid bike riders who were like, hey, you know, can I be on the team? So cool. we already have like like five or six people interested in the team. I'm sure we'll get more 
And so this challenge, this challenge to other suppliers might extend to the actual race as well, it sounds like. I think that's inevitable. We yeah. just, we kind, of, kind of put ourselves up there as a target. So, uh, yeah. And there's there's obviously no video on this, but Daryl's face was just like, pretty. that was pretty business. Yes. It, it's inevitable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's really exciting. And I know Sally was uh, very, very grateful that you guys have come on board with us. And she was excited about the, the notion of kind of pitching that challenge to the nuclear suppliers. Um, I'd like to just talk a little bit more about Promation and, and your your footprint in the community. So I know you had mentioned that part of your dealings with the major component replacement, so with the MCR at Bruce Power, um, we know, uh, just because we've all been involved with a bit of the nuclear initiative, about what it, that local presence looks like, what that means. I guess, what does that mean to Promation? Well, I think, uh, you know, following the, the messaging coming from Mike Reincheck all the way down is that this is literally decades of work. And the fact that, um, you know, somebody can get involved in the nuclear industry now, have lifetime work, and their next generation Incredible. of kids can actually get work as well. So we're very big into supporting that kind of uh, sustainability, and not a lot of industries can offer that. Mm -hmm. um, so for Bruce, for, for OP, sorry, for Promation, um, what it means is obviously continued viability and sustainability, but it's also um, the values that, that Bruce Power is kind of pushing through the opportunity through the MCR campaign also align very much with Promation's own core values. Mm -hmm. Sustainability, um, localization, community involvement, community development, and those are all the things that I think a good, strong company needs to have inherently in their behaviors to be viable and sustainable long-term. If you're just here for like to show up, get work and then run away, that isn't really um, as sustainable as really putting a footprint down. So that's mm -hmm. kind of what we're focused on. That's really exciting. And you guys have two full-time people working out of your office now? So we, we fluctuate. So we've got uh, a full-time presence now, and, and depending on what we have going on, we'll have right. more people as the as the need comes up. That's excellent. Well, like I said before, we are happy that you're in the community, and uh, thanks for your involvement with the Grand Fondo, but with everything else that you guys are doing too. Yeah, and the other thing I want to mention on the Grand Fondo as well is, uh, I was just talking to Sally about this before coming here, and one of the kind of the neat things is for companies that are new to the area, it's a neat thing to get involved with the Grand Fondo because if there are people who aren't familiar with the area, you know, sign up oh, for the 110 or the 160, yeah. do a nice bike tour of the area and yeah. kind of get to know the neighborhood and yeah. community. So. Are you doing 160? No, I'm not. <laughs> not by bike anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll drive exactly. it. But. but you're right. That's great. And hopefully some of your team members that you, you mentioned when you did your presentation, hopefully some of those team members have an opportunity to come up and really explore the area. Because Absolutely. Because as you've learned, it's yeah. beautiful. We are so fortunate that this is our backyard and uh, there's a good opportunity to get out, explore and, and check out what's available. Well, to that end, I mean, we haven't done our, our um, official office launch yet but what we want to do is actually get a bus up and bring all the people up here to oh, kind of cool. see what the office is about and get them to know what the area is about and here's Bruce Power and here's the county and so on so they yeah. actually when we bring news back to them at least they've got a personal reference to the, what that is so that's great and, and that's, some of them might just get so enticed they want to move up here too so. yeah absolutely hey that's what we want and Jay and I are always happy to kind of showcase um, some of our favorite things in town and you know, the, the places to stop and grab lunch and the places to have dinner and, and check out everything else in between. Um, and I know, you know, you and I have, have chatted There's when it comes to the recreation opportunity opportunities in Sogging Shores. That's something else that we're very proud of. And we always remind people that there's uh, 40 kilometers, over 40 kilometers of trails that are yeah. connecting Port Elgin, Southampton, and with 18 kilometers of waterfront. So we're a unique, uh, great community and, and that quality of life. And thanks to companies like yourself with Promation Nuclear, but also people like Sally and the Hospital Foundation um, because of what they do to increase the healthcare opportunities for our community. Healthcare, of course, we know contributes to quality of life and what people need and um, uh, they choose where they want to live and, and where they want to work and play based on what's available. So 
all of this stuff rolled together is the reason why, you know, Soggy and Shorts is a great place to be. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show. We oh, appreciate my pleasure. it. Uh, another two great interviews. Yeah, that right was good. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, it's interesting to see how they work together, right? Like how we can match these nuclear suppliers or any business that wants to make that community connection and that contribution, um, matching them to a nonprofit that has a, has a big project at hand. Yeah, and it's, it's quite obvious they, they uh, search out on their own to do these things. And it's really great to see that initiative being taken by one of our suppliers. Yeah, and I don't know if you caught it, but Daryl did mention that he's really challenging other nuclear suppliers to do the same. I did, and he, so. I'm glad he didn't say challenge me because <laughs> for the long time. <laughs> too lazy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's exciting. And we're always happy to, to chat with local businesses and, and companies that have landed in our community. It's a, certainly an exciting time for us. So, so as always, uh, I guess if that's the end of the show, we uh, encourage you to get a hold of us at podcast.soggingshores.ca. Continue, li- continue listening through your favorite uh, app, either on SoundCloud or uh, through iTunes. And uh, we'll see you in the next show. That's great. Thank you.